Hello, and welcome to Being Boss, episode number 65. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks Cloud Accounting. Being boss in work and life is being in it. It's being who we are, doing the work, breaking some rules, and even though we each have to do it on our own, being boss is knowing we're in it together. We are recording together here from New Orleans. Yeah! It's our official Being Boss home base, we've decided. So if you guys don't know, I, Kathleen, am from Oklahoma City, and Emily is in Chattanooga. And New Orleans is pretty much right smack dab in between us. I mean, further south. Ish. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But yeah, maybe it's a stretch. But I feel like... Um, we'll make it work. You know what? I feel like New Orleans is kind of our being boss home. Probably because our first vacation was here in October where 75 other bosses met up with us. And we had such a good time. But what we had planned, originally planned on was just having a vacation, you and I. And then we were like, what if we invited our listeners? We had no idea what it was going to turn into. So we decided to do kind of a little bit of a do-over here in New Orleans. But we also needed to do a photo shoot for our new website, which is beingboss.club. So we're shooting that tomorrow with Sarah Becker-Lillard. I bet by the time this episode goes live, maybe not quite yet, we'll have our photos but keep checking back so that you can see we're going to have such a fun photo shoot. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. What we wanted to talk about today is taking care of yourself like a boss. Uh, but first, Emily. Yes, ma'am. I have a new goal, a new boss goal. What's that? <laughs> so I was on the FreshBooks site because I was just refreshing, looking at what they've got going on now from their new app to pricing just to, I don't know, refresh myself. And I saw these little testimonials at the bottom from some total bosses. And my new boss goal is to get a testimonial feature on (laughs) freshbooks.com. Of course it is. So FreshBooks is a cloud accounting service made especially for small business owners And I've been using it since the beginning, since the time that I remember back in the day, it used to be that you could have three clients for free in FreshBooks and I would delete old clients to add a new one. Like that's how not boss I was, but Hey, you know, you got to bootstrap it somewhere. So anyway, I've been using them since the beginning. I love them. We still use them at Braid Creative. And a cool thing that they have now is a really great app. So if you are on a vacation, like we are in New Orleans, you could write off your afternoon drink, plug it right into FreshBooks under your expenses. Anyway, it's just, I cannot recommend it more. Try it for free today by going to freshbooks.com slash beingboss and enter beingboss in the how did you hear about us section. Now... I want to talk about taking care of yourself like a boss because we're on vacation, a working vacation. Obviously, we're recording a podcast, so working and doing some planning. And I'm kind of doing this for self care a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about it. What are some of your What are some of your musts for taking your taking care of yourself like a boss? You know, it's funny. I think that um, I've since working for myself, have done a really good job of scheduling time to work out 
and eating well. And those are kind of just givens for me at this point. Maybe it's not for you. So my biggest piece of advice is to schedule it in your calendar. I cannot stress this enough. If you want to take care of yourself, put it in your calendar like a meeting. There you go, moving stuff around. You guys, Emily is always giving me shit about all the noise I'm making during our recordings. And now that we're recording live. And, and like, tracks that are uneditable. Like, this is one track, not two. I can't erase people's noise. I'm just messing with shit and making noise. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I, I was just thinking about you talking about us being on vacation. And I have a real need to take care of myself on a whole new level that I've kind of been neglecting. So for me, working out and eating well, kind of the obvious stuff, I soak in Epsom salt baths. Lately, I've been getting acupuncture. That's been huge. Um, but I've I've really found a need to kind of take care of myself on a more woo-woo spiritual level. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Before we get into that, like, what about you? Well, and I'd like to back up a lot because I think that you and I, you and I are pretty, like, we have a good foundation in, like, self-care. But let's, let's back up super far to, like, maybe a boss who isn't eating right or isn't working out and putting that on their calendar or, you know, is working unhealthy hours and things like that. Because I think, I think having that firm foundation is really important and so... Like, whenever I think about where I was, you know, five years ago, when I was working 60 and 80-hour weeks trying to, like, start a business or just run a business. It was started. I was just trying to, like, do all the client work and and make my paycheck. Um, You know, I wasn't eating really well, and I wasn't putting workouts on my calendar, and I was staying up really late to get client projects launched, and I wasn't having very healthy relationships because I was working all the time. I mean, like... Whenever you are hustling it out, it's really easy to get lost in all the nonsense and not take care of yourself at all. So let's talk about some of those like really basic things. So for me, one of the first pieces of the puzzle was eating right. So I didn't like grow up in a family that ate well. (laughs) I mean, they're all like super Southern fried food, biscuits for breakfast. Like that's how I grew up and loved it. Absolutely loved it. My body didn't so much. Um, I'd say the one thing that I did that totally changed my diet around and I eat clean as hell now. Like I'm a clean ass eater except for that gumbo I had earlier. Um, I like that you just said clean ass eater. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I he said, I'm a clean ass eater. <laughs> I am a. G- <laughs> All right, so you just ate some gumbo. I just ate some gumbo. No, okay, so <laughs> the thing that I did to make me a clean eater um, was my first whole 30. Mm. I completely agree. I feel like eating a Whole30 and eating paleo is such a good foundation for learning how to eat clean. We did an interview with Melissa Hartwig. We'll be sure to include that in our show notes. Um, But her her book is called It Starts With Food, and that really explains the how and the why of eating a more paleo diet. And I'm not pushing this specifically because I don't think it's for everyone, but I know that it worked for the both of us in helping us feel more boss. I severely underestimated the effect of that food has not only on my body, but also on my feelings, my emotions, my thoughts. 
Um, so definitely eating clean helps me be more boss. But I think that if you are really venturing into eating a little bit better, like one of the best things that you can do is probably just cut out sugar, like cut out refined sugar if you want to start there and drink more water. Yeah, that drink more water thing is probably like the pinnacle of it because drinking more water is really great for your body, obviously, but it just like helps with like mental stability and all kinds. And it's an easy thing to do. You're not cutting anything out of your diet. You're just drinking more water. Um, And for me, like the Whole30 wasn't even about going paleo because I'm not paleo now. I love all kinds of crazy shit. But I think for me what it was was going through 30 days of eating just really, really clean so that I could get back in touch with my body in terms of how food makes me feel. And after doing, I think, two whole 30s. Like, I did it one year and felt great. Actually, the thing that it totally fixed, like, some inflammation I'd been having in my knee for years. My first whole 30 totally, like, did away with that for a couple of years. Um, And the second time around, I figure a year later, I did a second whole 30. Um, And after that, I cut gluten. So, like, yours is sugar. For me, if you're going to cook, uh, cut something and you don't want it to be sugar, <laughs> make it gluten. Because going gluten-free um, for us has done some really great things in terms of inflammation and just, like, foggy mind and sleeping better and, um, and like, cleared up skin conditions. Like, gluten has been it for me. But I think it... <clears throat> Even if you go back to eating the same way you always have, which I don't think you will after you do Whole30, doing Whole30, at least for me, was a really great way of getting super, super into eating clean so that I could be more aware of how to make smart decisions for me. And I think that we're taking it for granted that we know what Whole30 is, but basically it's 30 days of not eating sugar. So no sugar, no dairy, no legumes, no grains, no alcohol. Um, so a lot of these are big suspects whenever it comes to allergies or sensitivities. And so it's just cutting all of that stuff out. Again, we'll include links to everything in our show notes, but again, it's a really great resource. It's free. You don't have to pay money to do the whole 30. Um, another thing is just working out. So again, I take it for granted, but I've done lots of workouts from, just doing yoga for a year to now I'm really unboxing three to four days a week. I'm sparring and I'm doing some pretty heavy weightlifting. So I'm trying to get back into um, kind of the more intense stuff that I was doing um, whenever before I was pregnant. But for a while it was doing stuff like bar, ballet, uh, yoga, really gentle stuff that also made a tremendous effect. Long walks is huge for taking care of yourself. My, the thing I love about going on a long walk is that I can use that time to brainstorm new ideas, either for blog posts or podcast episodes. So long walks. I used to do something that I called because I work from home. I used to do this thing, this is pre-baby, where I would walk to work. And so basically, I would just leave my house first thing in the morning. And, you know, we were talking about working too many hours, like working 60 to 80 hours. So one of the things that I've always really valued is having breakfast with my family, And I still really value that. And it's kind of a great way to transition from, you know, family time to work time is taking a walk to work, which is just walking around my neighborhood and either listening to a podcast or thinking about my thoughts, Um, maybe going and grabbing a coffee down the street and then coming home and getting into it. Um, And then I think also transitioning out of work, working out is one of the best ways to get out of your work mind and 
you know, then you go work out and then you come home and you can just be home. Um, so for me, it's always been a good way to decompress from my workday and to kind of create a delineation between work and home. So that's kind of how I do it. I love that. I think that I think that working working out is important. Moving your body is super important. If you haven't already, go back and listen to the episode that we did with Jason Harrison from Present Tense Fitness, because um, he talks a lot about. <clears throat> about working out as a, as an entrepreneur. Um, and I also want to bring up this idea of, um, the soulmate workout, which comes from Shalene Johnson's book, push goals or 30 day push or something like that. It'll be in the show notes at beanboss.club. Um, and we've also done an episode with her previously as well, which will also be in the show notes. Um, but the idea of, uh, a soulmate workout for those of us who don't love working out because I get it. Um, everyone has a fitness activity that they really enjoy. And it's just about finding it. For me, it was, uh, it was yoga and it was something I had to find. Um, I was really sure for a long time that I did not have a soulmate workout, that that was just bullshit. Um, but now that I'm in it, I totally love it. And that for me is something that I really look forward to doing on the regular. Being a boss in your work and life becomes more and more possible as you put systems in place to help it all run smoothly. Whether I'm hustling out a full work week in my studio or hopping a plane to travel for work or life, I am able to make more time for me if and when my systems are making my tasks happen more easily and efficiently. Because here's a boss truth for you. It's harder to take some time to take care of yourself when your systems are a mess. For me, the basis of this is in scheduling meetings on my calendar, which is done beautifully with automatic scheduling based on my availability, automatic syncing to my calendar so I can check it on the phone on the go, and autoresponders sent to those folks I get to meet with at just the right times. My go-to for this bit of systems magic is Acuity Scheduling. They've got me covered. And if you need it, Acuity can help you gather payments, deliver client intake forms, and more. All done, you guessed it, automatically, leaving me to take care of business and myself. Schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. Sign up for a free 60-day trial of scheduling sanity at acuityscheduling.com slash beingboss. Now let's get back at it. All right, so we are talking about self-care. Um, we just talked about eating well and working out. Okay, so what's next? What's after eating well and working out? Because I think that those are the basis of self-care. Actually, I think I want to throw in like a more foundational basis for health, for self-care. And that is setting some clear boundaries around your work. Like what? Like Like earlier we were talking about not wanting to work more than 25 or 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of where it starts. I think if you are working and you're like still pushing 60 to 80 hour weeks or even just like 45, which is a little too much for me, um, it's because you haven't set clear boundaries yet or not clear enough that you're actually following them. Because I think that, I think that that little bit of intentional balance, even if it's intentional imbalance, which is totally a thing, um, is what gives you the room to have some healthy self-care in your life. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point. I think that if you are, here's what you need to know. Here's the secret. 
is that the work will never be done. And so we've talked a lot about client management. So obviously, if you have deadlines or you have a launch date coming up, you might have to work a little bit harder. But I think as you start to understand how long it takes for you to do things, you just need to schedule and price accordingly. So um, for me, I definitely use the flexibility of being a creative entrepreneur to my advantage. So I am working out maybe first thing in the morning or at the end of the day earlier than what I would be doing at a nine to five. And I think that I used to feel really guilty about that. And even just recently, I was like, oh my God, am I getting anything done? Am I just working out all day? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Eating well, working out, setting boundaries around your work. How about personal hygiene? Are you saying I smell bad right now? No, I'm saying I suck at it. (laughs) You are. Every time we get on a podcast, you're like, I need to shower. I do need to shower probably a little more often. But actually, I don't. I shower shower at least every other day. My hair is thin and it gets oily quickly, so I have to shower a lot. Um, But I think think that that is definitely something we should talk about. Okay, so... um, This is something, I mean, you can tell I'm wearing makeup right now, but I actually, even right after I had the baby, I remember feeling funny because I wanted to wear makeup and my sister did not wear makeup after she had her babies, like during maternity leave, but it made me feel a lot better about myself to get, to feel, I feel more like myself whenever I'm wearing a little bit of liquid liner. So like, that's a self-care thing that I take time to do most days. Yeah, I think I think that finding those things for you is really important. For me, it's generally at least getting out of my PJs. Like, <laughs> that's preferable. However, I do love working in my PJs. Um, but I think it's, tr- it's you figuring out what's going to make you feel boss. If you feel boss, if you feel boss as hell, just going in there in your snowman PJs, because I have snowman PJs, and working it out, then like... And that's why you're doing this and absolutely do it. But if you feel really boss whenever you are all dolled up with some red lipstick in your heels, then girl, you strut that shit right into that little home studio and get your shit done in your red lipstick and heels. You know, one thing that always makes me feel boss, and even we have a photo shoot coming up tomorrow, is a manicure. Like, nothing makes me feel more put together like a fresh manicure. So... There's that. That makes me feel boss. That's some self-care that I would like to spend a little bit more time weekly. But man, like going and getting that manicure every week. And then whenever they cut my cuticles and I bleed, (laughs) I can't even. Right? That is the pits. Okay, so we're periscoping this. And uh, Rafina does. Did I say that right? She says, uh, time management is my problem. So how do you address making time for self-care in your life? If it's a priority, you do it. I mean, that's just, the work is never done. (laughs) So like, I mean, you can absolutely work a 12-hour day and not get the things that you call priority done, or... You can work a six-hour day because the rest is going to be there tomorrow, and you can take care of yourself and do the work at the same time. Okay, so okay, so this is something that I'm kind of having an issue making time for earlier when we started the episode. So for me, it's kind of easy to make time for haircuts and make time for working out and making time for showering and putting on makeup. Maybe it's because I'm incredibly vain. <laughs> Are you? I never noticed. What? <laughs> 
Um, but I think that the thing that I want to make time for that I'm struggling with is the spiritual side of things. So I know that I feel better if I'm taking time every day to meditate and journal and light a stick of incense for my little gnomes living in my house. You know, it just makes me feel, um, I, I don't know, I guess because here's what I'm trying to say. As I become more boss and as I can just go out and buy things or delegate things or hire people to help me with things like daycare and cleaning my house, I'm finding a need to tap into like my intuition and spirituality because that's the stuff that lasts. That's the stuff that I'm going to take with me after I die. All the other stuff that makes me feel boss like manicures and a nice car and whatever I can't take it with me, and I promise I'm not trying to get, like, all God on you guys, <laughs> but <laughs> for me, I know that um, if I can if I can be my highest self, which is someone who is taking time to reflect and journal and do good and to do service for other people, like, even today we were talking about um, raising money for a charity through being boss and just kind of addressing those sides of things. Um, you know, really addressing my soul work, I think that that's going to make me be more boss. And it's really going to, you know, whenever we started our podcast, a lot of it is that it is feeding my soul and not just the table and the stuff. Um, so I really think that if I can make time for this, just whenever it comes to time management, recognizing that it's an investment and it's going to make me work better. It's going to make me be more aligned. Um, it's going to, it's, it's going to feed everything else, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And as much as a manicure and a haircut and makeup do that for me, I think that's the stuff that I'm kind of resisting, but uh, I'm not trying to like throw off the shallow stuff too, because that makes me feel more boss and work better too. Like Jason Harrison of Present Tense Fitness, um, in that episode, he said, whenever you feel good, you do better work. So that's my rant. Feel free to edit. <laughs> feel free to edit some of that. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think that's really good. I feel like the spiritual piece of it is like the epitome of doing something that's just for you. Like, I mean, really, like just for you. So I think that whenever you can fit some of those things in, and it's going to be different for everyone. For some people, you know, it's going to be meditating. For me, it's going and walking out in my front yard with my shoes off. Like I just want to feel the earth beneath my feet um, and sort of reconnect with um, with where I am and, and get out of that like hole in my house that is my studio. I call it the hole. I call my like desk the hole. Isn't that sweet? So so I do think that the spiritual piece is really important and, and I think it can look different for everyone. And I think that whenever you do come to a place in your life when you can you can do that, whatever that means for you, then then you are putting yourself as a priority. And I think that's really, really important. Um because you, you should be you're saying that so much more eloquently than I was able to. <laughs> and I think that's because like for me it's a self care thing that is kind of new for me. Um, so it's not as much, <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to say is that I can have discipline whenever it comes to making time for working out and all the other things that we've talked about and eating well. Um, but making time for the spiritual side, I guess it just still feels almost like fluff, even though I know it's important 
it's almost like I don't believe it quite yet. Um, so some things that I like to do whenever it comes, I think my biggest thing is probably journaling. Um, I think that's huge in helping to understand myself. Dream interpretation is huge for me. I've always enjoyed doing that. And one of the things, and we're in New Orleans, so maybe I'll get a new deck, but um, tarot, I think, is really interesting. I think it's a really cool exercise for self-reflection. And um, I think it's just a really visual, creative way to, and it can almost even be journal prompts, um, Caitlin Brem, who is our assistant at Braid and Bing Boss, she did a really cool new moon reading the other day on her Periscope, and it really inspired me. So that was something, and she kind of explained it in a way that it's not like the cards are telling your future. It's just a good tool to use um, for interpreting kind of different directions of things to focus on or things to even just reflect upon. So I think that's something I want to make time for and get into. You should. You really should. And I think that does go right back to that idea of like, those are things where you are spending time with yourself. And I think that, I think that if you are a boss, you're comfortable spending time with yourself, no matter what that looks like, whether it's like allowing yourself to take a nap in the middle of the day or doing some at home yoga or reading some tarot cards or whatever that is. I think that that getting in line with yourself allows you to see what it is in your life that you need, whether you need to be working out or whether you need to be eating better or whether you need to be working less or maybe you need to be working more. I think that if you can spend some time with yourself really reflecting on how it is that you feel, whether you're writing it out or looking at tarot cards or meditating, like then you're more capable of being the boss that you're here to be. Okay, so here's my time management thing, though, mm-hmm. is like... Let's say I'm working out, and that takes about two hours by the time I'm done and showered and all of that, and then I'm doing some meditation, and then I'm doing some journaling, and then I'm eating lunch. Like, when am I working? Right? When are you working? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I see you working. Well, and I think, I mean, I think all of this stuff is progressive, too. I mean, whenever you start a business, you're going to hustle. Like, you just, you have to. That's part of it. I would not be where I am now if I had put that much time into my self-care five years ago, probably. But you also have to do it healthily. Like, so, oh man, I hope we don't get anybody riled up about like our hustle talk because I've seen enough conversations about like glorifying the hustle um, that I'm not trying to glorify the hustle. I'm trying to glorify the hustle when well balanced, like hustling out a hundred hour week is not cute. Like that is not like you can get further by taking care of yourself at least incrementally. Um, and so, yeah, you start your business, you start hustling. And as you put systems in place, as you hire people, as you start landing clients, as you start making money, you need to start you need to take that and reinvest it into yourself, into your number one employee. That's you. Um, And I think investing in your self-care is super important, whether it's time or money or other resources. Um, And I think, like, in terms of the time management thing, I think that's where, you know, the ideal day comes back up. Um, And actually, we should include the ideal day worksheet Mm -hmm. in our show notes. You can go to beingboss.club, download a worksheet that will help you outline your ideal day. Um, Because that's what I had to do for me. That's something I, I revisited relatively recently. 
where I really wanted to do, um, I wanted to fit journaling into my daily day. <laughs> Basically, I was doing doing Erica Midkiff's Explore course, and um, and I wanted to fit it into my morning. So I like I rewrote out what my ideal day would look like. I'd get up thirty minutes earlier than usual so that I could squeeze that in, followed by like a daily yoga practice or whatever that is. Like you need to you need to visualize it and then you need to start working towards it. But you need to know what you're doing and you need to be listening to your body so that you know what it is that you need. Um I think that bosses age beautifully because we're taking care of ourselves. We're doing what we need to do to be boss in every way, not just work but in life as well. I do not feel like I'm aging beautifully under this light in this hotel room. <laughs> um, okay, so one thing about time management and like hustle versus self-care, one thing that we both believe in when it comes to self-care is traveling and traveling to, um, I think traveling energizes us big time. So I recently went to Mexico with a few other creative entrepreneurs and it was so helpful in just talking business and even this trip with you, like those kind of vacation work trips blended together. Um, it's really energizing for me. So whenever I came back to, from Mexico, I was really ready to do the work. And that's whenever I really embraced using uh, project management software to keep my tasks in order. And I was working so much more efficiently. And so for me, Creating, putting systems in place that help us be boss is how we make time for self-care. Amen. Oh, I want to amen that so hard. I completely agree with that. And you did. You came back from Mexico like a whole new person. She was in a sauna, like just bust and shout in a way I had never seen before. Um, and, and I think that just goes to show like, and, and we will, like I talk about travel all the time. Like I am a traveler. I need to go places. I need to be somewhere new occasionally. You will never see me happier than I am like strolling around half drunk the French Quarter. Like <laughs> that is my happy place and on this whole other level. Like I want to be on airplanes. Actually, I hate airplanes. I want to go to the places the airplanes will take me. <laughs> um, and I want to eat good food and I want to meet cool people. And I want to do cool shit. Um, and I think that, I think that, I think that that's even, like, another little thing that we can talk about is, like, just doing something new. Like, mm. if self-care is not something that you're used to doing, give it a go. <laughs> or travel somewhere. Invest in your ongoing, like, just general happiness and well-being. Um, if you need to go to the beach and soak up some vitamin D, then book yourself a hotel room and go do it. Um, I think as as you become more boss... If you're doing this right, then you're making more and more money as you do it and taking some of that money and investing it back into yourself. Um, just as you do a business, like it's always perfectly acceptable for people to take the money, the profit that they make and invest it back in their business. And I want to challenge you to invest it back in yourself. Um, go get a snazzy haircut occasionally. Um, go get some good for you skincare products. Go get... Um, go book a vacation because God knows you probably need it. I think that, I think that investing in yourself is just as important, if not more important than investing back in your business. I have a friend that is really integrating self-care into her routine by trying one new thing a week. And so the first week it was just going to the steam and sauna. Um, the second week it was 
going to a bar three class the next week. And she's layering these on top of each other. So it's like every day. So she's starting with just one thing a week, but then the next week it's two things a week. And then eventually it's probably going to add up to where she's doing one thing every day that is really intentional self-care. And I think for me, here's where I got really lazy about it is that I just thought, oh, well, I am taking care of myself. I'm working out. I'm eating well. I'm doing the typical self-care stuff. But I think that this is where it's important to define it as like intentional self-care. And so for me to be intentional about taking care of myself, I need to be intentional about the things that I'm not making time for, the things that are priorities that I'm just not making time for. So, yeah, I feel so inspired now to be journaling some stuff out, to bust out my tarot cards, to wash that makeup off your face. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do do, do you wash your, do you wash your face every night? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wash my face every night. I wash my face with I use like a oh, here maybe I can include links in our show notes. Yeah. to some products, but I use this DHC oil cleanser. And so I use that first, and then I use, like, a Lush um, charcoal-activated – I brought some extra if you want to try it mm-hmm. – um, kind of, like, exfoliator situation. Yeah. Yeah. I get all this stuff off. <laughs> so so mine is – mine's even – mine's funny. I'm such a fucking hippie sometimes. Um, I use Dr. Bronner's to wash my face. Does it dry you out? Mm-mm. I have relatively oily skin, but then, and then I use, I moisturize with avocado oil that I um, squeeze a couple of capsules, like gel capsules of vitamin E in, mm. paired with a little bit of rose essential oil. I do And have that's my like, life. I do have a rose um, facial toner from Lush, and Lush nice. is pretty hippie stuff too, because yeah. it's all natural. Uh, or most of it is, they use some fragrance in their things, so don't trust everything. Um, but I use, like, a rose tonic spray that I really like. Yeah, rose has been killing it for me lately. It's totally doing some wonderful things for the bags under my eyes. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I read somewhere recently that rose is, like, the highest vibrating, like, essential oil. Like, it has the highest vibrations. I know that it's uh, really expensive if you get the good stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, plastic surgery or body modifications as far as looks go? I'm all for it. Have all you, for it. Have you had it? Yeah. I had a breast reduction whenever I was 19. That's a thing. I had a breast reduction <laughs> this year. It's called... <laughs> it's, his name is Fox... And I've got nothing left. True that. You have less than I do. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm all for that. I've actually, um, I've talked to a lot of people lately, it's funny, um, who have brought that up to me. I'm absolutely all for it. I think, especially under the right circumstances and for the right reasons, it should absolutely be done if it's for you. Yeah. Do it. All right. I'm going to get Botox. Oh, this was for Kathleen's Botox. <laughs> but I've also thought about getting my teeth done. People were in the Being yeah. Boss Clubhouse. So in our clubhouse, which is, you can find it at beingboss.club slash clubhouse, 
we have a Slack channel. So it's kind of like a miniature version of the Facebook group, but a little bit more concentrated. We have more fun stuff in there, like a book club. Anyway, we have a health and beauty channel, and someone was in there talking about veneers on their teeth. Yeah? He's like, I'm going to get some veneers. Anyway, this is not a vanity podcast. This is a self-care podcast, but whatever. (laughs) Well, and and I think... I think the way we wrap this up beautifully (laughs) is by simply saying that you have to invest in yourself just as much as you do every other part of your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your kids, in your whatever it may be, you invest. You invest your money, you invest your time and your energy, you have priorities and you line them up and you do them. And you should be one of those. You should be the top one of those because you can't do all the things that you need to do if you are not sleeping or if you are not eating right or if you're not taking care of your body. You cannot perform at your best if you're not taking care of yourself. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And that's a wrap. Um, it's been really fun recording with you live from New Orleans. Hopefully we'll get to do this more. The next time we will be recording live together will be from Miami. Yes, and if you want to join us in Miami, we still have some space. So go to beingboss.club slash Miami and sign up. It's going to be a ton of fun. We have definitely made some forever friendships, and I think it kicked off self-care for a lot of people coming to New Orleans, um, really investing in travel and investing in themselves, and yeah. All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Being Boss. Please be sure to visit our website at beingboss.club, where you can find show notes for this episode, listen to past episodes, and discover more of our content that will help you be boss in work and life. Did you like this episode? Please share it with a friend and show us some love by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. And if you're looking for a community of bosses to help take your creative business to the next level, be sure to check out our exclusive community at beingboss.club clubhouse, where you get access to our closed and very vibrant Slack group, monthly Q&A calls with Kathleen and myself, a book club, and more. Cultivate your tribe and find your wolf pack at beingboss.club clubhouse. Do the work, be boss, and we'll see you next week. Oh, I was just totally sipping your sock. <laughs> it's brand new. It's brand new. Isn't that how funny it was. It's brand new. Good. Sniffing your sock. <laughs> Hello, and I <laughs> like. Hand on my throat sounded funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hello. (laughs) Pause. We got this.